Are you tired, mama? Tired of feeling like you have to resign yourself to either being a hot mess mom who's drowning in the chaos of motherhood or a Pinterest perfect mom who looks like she has it all together, but on the inside, she's really miserable. The world keeps telling us that these are the only options, but that is such a lie. You can get out of victim mode and you can make changes to bring more joy to your life. And at the same time, you can find freedom in remembering that you can't control everything and you can stop striving for perfection. I'm Mackenzie Tricola, and I'd love for you to join me every week here on the Practically Joyful Mom podcast to talk about realistic ways to bring more joy to your mom life and how to choose to be joyful even when it feels like the chaos is winning. We'll talk about intentional parenting, simplicity, faith in following Jesus, connecting with your kids, taking care of yourself, and so much more. Are you ready to leave hot mess mom and Pinterest perfect mom in the dust? Are you ready to choose to be a practically joyful mom? Then welcome in, friend. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, friends. I'm Mackenzie. Welcome back to Practically Joyful Mom. Happy almost Thanksgiving. Um, If you live in the United States, if you live elsewhere, I guess happy almost Thanksgiving too, but maybe that's not as meaningful. Um, Wherever you are, whatever your week looks like, thank you for being here and spending this time together. I'm so glad that we can share this space and talk about things that matter, talk about things that bring us joy, talk about life and and real things. I want to jump in with our verse of the month, but I'm bending my own pseudo rules they're not really rules, and I can break them if I want to, but I've been doing a verse of the month, and I had chosen a verse for November, and then this week I thought, you know, I actually want to do one about giving thanks, so this is our second verse of the month, uh, and we're doing Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18, that says, rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. I love this verse. I'm sure I've talked about it on here before. But I love this idea of giving thanks in all circumstances. It doesn't mean that we love every circumstance that we're dealing with, but we can still choose to give thanks in those circumstances. And so this is really what I want to talk about this week is this idea of training our hearts toward gratitude. For a lot of us, gratitude just isn't going to come naturally. Just if we're totally not thinking about it, not being intentional, just left to our own devices, I think a lot of us do tend to be more negative, more complainy, more, well, this isn't going the way I wanted, this isn't going the way I wanted, instead of this heart and this attitude of thanksgiving and gratitude. And so... I want to talk a little bit today about that idea. Um, Also, I want to kind of let everybody know I'm taking just a little time off during holiday season over the next little bit of time. So this will probably be my last episode before Thanksgiving, and then I'll take off between Thanksgiving and Christmas. So I will be back with new episodes sometime shortly after Christmas. I don't have the calendar in front of me, but... One of the weeks right after Christmas, I will be back with new episodes, but I'm just going to take a little bit of time to rest and enjoy the holiday season and family and celebrations, and I hope that you are able to enjoy that time as well of just being with family and celebrating whether it looks exactly how you wanted or it looks different and you're choosing to enjoy it anyway. 
So diving into our topic today, this idea of training our hearts toward gratitude and training is actually something I want to talk about a little more in depth with our kids in a different episode soon, but the thing is we can't just be grateful once and that's it, right? If you're, you can have this whole long list of gratitude, things you're so thankful for you write out and by the next day everything's awful and the world is a mess and your kids are a disaster and your house is a disaster. It's really easy, right, for us to fall back into negativity, into complaining. So that's what I want to talk about today, this idea of training our hearts toward gratitude. We're never going to be perfectly grateful all the time, but we can move in that direction, move in the direction of our impulse, our instinct to be grateful for things rather than to be complainy, complainy, I don't know if that's a word, complaining, um, either way, complainy, I'm going to make it a word, complainy and negative. So we've talked about this idea before, but in our brain, there are actually pathways in our brain that when we think whatever thought, we trace a pathway. So when we think, man, my kids are just always fighting with each other, we trace a little pathway. And then if you think it again, and then you think it again, and then you think it again, you've got this huge pathway. And it's really easy for your brain to just jump on that. It's like jumping on the interstate and hopping across town. It's just this super highway through your brain that you find yourself thinking those same thoughts without even meaning to because you've traced these thought pathways. So this can go both ways, right? It can go to the negative, to, man, my house is always a mess, or my kids are always fighting, or my husband this, my friends this, my whatever, to these really negative thoughts. Or we can retrain our brains. We have to be intentional and think about it, but to hop on a super highway of gratitude, where we are more likely in a circumstance to say, hey, I'm going to choose to be thankful for this. I'm going to choose to be thankful for things, even in the hard situation. And the thing is that if we want to hop on this new highway of gratitude, we first have to build it. And how do we build it? By thinking grateful thoughts. We think about the wonderful things that we have And we think about the things that we are thankful for. And each time we do that, we kind of deepen that pathway in our brain. So, and well, hold on. Before we move on, I want to say this is not, I'm not talking about the idea of like toxic positivity where you really have some difficult situations going on in your life and people around you might be saying, oh, it's fine, it's fine, just just be thankful, it's okay, everything's fine. That's not what I mean. It doesn't mean that we have to ignore the hard things, ignore the difficult things, but that we can say, this life situation is really hard, it's really difficult. And even in the midst of that, I'm choosing to be grateful for X thing. Because it's okay to lament and it's okay to rejoice. I've been reading through Psalms and there's just so much of both in there. Psalms that are, oh man, you know, life is awful right now. Things are really hard, but I'm choosing to trust you, God, but I'm thankful for this anyway. 
So I don't think that this means we have to just ignore the hard stuff, pretend it's not there, because it is there, and it is real, and it's okay to cry out to God and to say, man, this is hard, or what do I do about this, or I don't know what to do. And then we keep also coming back to gratitude, to rejoicing, don't stay stuck in the lament. So that's kind of an aside. This is when I'm talking about training our brains to gratitude. I'm not saying that we don't ever lament the hard things. It's important to do that, to let ourselves process our feelings, to work through the difficult things and choose gratitude. Keep coming back to that gratitude. And we've talked about this idea on here before, but you find what you're looking for and what you focus on grows. So as we go through our days, if we're looking for all the things that are wrong and awful and annoying and difficult, we will find them and then we'll keep focusing on them and we'll find more of them and more of them and more of them till we're telling ourselves this, my life is awful and nothing's ever going right kind of story. If you go through your day looking for things to be grateful for, things to celebrate, things to enjoy, things to delight in, things to treasure, you'll see those things and then you'll see more of them and more of them and more of them, even if there's difficult things mixed in there. And you'll be telling yourself this story of, wow, I really have a wonderful, awesome life, even with all the difficult things that happen as well. So how do we do this? That's our perspective shift that we've talked about so far but how do we actually put this into practice and I think one of the biggest things is choosing to make gratitude a habit choosing some sort of cue for yourself to set a time or a circumstance where you stop and you think of a few things you're grateful for you can make yourself a number I want to think of at least three things or you can just say whatever things come to mind at that time. Because I think having this, you've already got this super highway of negativity and complaining in your brain, if that's where you're at. And if you want to carve a new highway, it's not going to just happen without you being intentional to start carving this new highway of gratitude in your brain. So I am not the, you know, the expert on habit forming, but all the things that I have read Books that I've read, things I've listened to talk about having some sort of a cue that triggers you to do that habit. So maybe your cue is, this is what I like to do first thing in the morning while I'm still laying in bed, still kind of trying to wake up. I just have a note in the notes app on my phone and I just start writing out things that I am grateful for. It helps wake up my brain one I have a hard time getting out of bed in the morning but if I can do that to help wake up my brain and then the first conscious thoughts that I'm having in the day are looking for things to be thankful for whether it's my soft cozy bed that I really don't want to get out of or my kids came and snuggled me this morning and it was so nice and cozy or thankful that I got a good night of sleep or whatever something that happened the day before something that I'm planning to do that day so that could be one way to do it. If that doesn't work for you, first thing in the morning, it doesn't have to be your thing. It could be when you get in the car to drive somewhere. And we've talked about this with other habits we're trying to form, but maybe you have a sticky note that you put on your steering wheel, on your dashboard somewhere in your car to just remind you to think of a few things to be grateful for. Maybe for you it's at the end of the day as you're looking back over your day to choose 
to focus on those things that you're grateful for in the day. Maybe while you're waiting for your coffee to brew or at a meal time. I know some friends who do like at dinner, everyone goes around the table and says three things or two things or whatever number you want to choose that they're thankful for. And that I think was one of my other practical tips is include your family, include your kids in this because one, they'll help you remember if your sticky note fails or whatever you have to remind yourself fails your kids might remember, make it a point, talk to them, say, hey, we're going to, when we get in the car, let's say our our gratitude things or our thankfulness things or whatever you want to call it. And then they will help you remember that cue. And it's also shaping their little brains. It's creating the little gratitude highway in their brains, even from a young age. So choose a specific set time. That is your cue, hey, at this time I'm going to think of some things I'm thankful for because that helps start that highway in your brain and then during the rest of the day, when situations happen, when things are going on, your brain is more likely to jump on that super highway of gratitude. Include your family, your kids, your husband, include a friend, whatever that looks like because it will help you remember and doing it together you're going to think of more things you're thankful for it turns into like this avalanche it builds on itself I actually had an example of this from the other day my younger son who's three looked at me and said I was washing dishes and he was sitting at the table eating he said mommy our sink never runs out of water and I actually remember my older son saying something like this at a similar age but this childhood wonder of like, wow, we just have, we turn it on and water comes out. And that is not the case for lots of people in lots of the world don't have clean, safe, running, reliable running water inside their house. So that's not something that was on the top of my head that I would have thought to be thankful for. But when he said that, I told him, oh, yeah, we, let's be thankful for that. Thank you, God, that we have this. And think about the people who don't have that and maybe look at something you know what can we do is there some you know clean water organization that we could maybe donate to or pray for or something like that so including your kids including other people helps you come up with these new ideas if you are struggling to come up with something to be thankful for I think this also kind of ties in because a lot of times when I'm having a hard time and I'm thinking this is a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day and my kid's attitude's not great, my attitude's not great, the weather's not great, whatever is not great around me, I can usually stop and look for some concrete physical things around me to be thankful for. Maybe I don't want to go fold the laundry that's in the dryer, but I stop and remember to be thankful. Like, wow, I have a dryer in my house. How awesome is that? I don't have to lug my kids and my laundry to a laundromat. And maybe that is your situation. So maybe the dryer is not the thing you choose to look around and be thankful for. Maybe it's this couch that I'm sitting on is really comfortable. I'm so glad we have this couch or... Wow, this lovely window that I get to look outside, even though it's cold and windy, I have a view of outside, I have some sun shining on me. When we start with those little practical, physical things that are around us, then it's easier to kind of snowball into 
more gratitude, more things that you are thankful for. And keep building that highway of gratitude in your brain. I hope that this message was encouraging and helpful. I hope that this is a good jumpstart for you of creating a habit of gratitude or just kind of a reminder. I think I needed this reminder today of just coming back to a place of gratitude if you have been far from that. Thank you for being here today, friends. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love it if you would just share it with a friend, pass it along to someone else, and if you get a chance, just shoot me an email at practicallyjoyfulmom at gmail.com. Let me know what you're thankful for this Thanksgiving season or just in general. And I hope to see you, well, see you, you know, here, see you here in um, the end of the year, just shortly after Christmas. Sorry, I got distracted. Um, I'm looking forward to being back here after Christmas. I hope you all enjoy your holiday season ahead.